Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome to Miami Marlins Hot Stove with Kyle Seeloff and Steven Strong. Come on! Is it enough? And the Wasi is gone! Looking up, does it have enough? Yes! There she goes! And the pitch is swung out and missed strike three! There it is! They've done it! The drought is over! The Marlins beat the Pirates 7-3! They are postseason bound in 2023! In or out of season, Marlins baseball is always on Fox Sports 940. Now we're back with you, baby! Welcome to the Miami Marlins Hot Stove Show. Another Tuesday night, December 12th. Thanks for joining us on Fox Sports 940 Miami and the iHeartRadio app with Steven Strom. I'm Kyle Seeloff. We are back. The band is back together. Let's go. Steven missed me greatly last week. I was up in Nashville at the winter meetings. Maybe we'll hit on that in just a little bit. The phone lines are open tonight, 866-801-0940. Let's go. We have already got two calls that have rolled in. We will get to Ryan and Robert in just a couple of minutes, but uh, let's catch up first. Hi, Kyle. Old pal, Steven, it's good to be back with you since we last chatted. Uh, There was not a whole lot in Marlins land until over the weekend. We learned that the Marlins had acquired Christian Bethencourt from the Cleveland Guardians. And the initial and obvious tie is that he and Peter do have a relationship going back to their Tampa Bay Rays days. And in addition, Skip Schumacher has a tie with Bethencourt going back to their San Diego days. So uh, the beat rolls on. We have talked about this plenty so far since Peter Bendix was named the Marlins president of baseball operations, but he is going to do things in a familiar manner in which he did it over there in St. Petersburg. And I think the Marlins got a little bit better with this deal. And I think you tweeted it out, Kyle. I think you you nailed it on the head. This isn't a sexy move or a jaw-dropping move. We knew that the Marlins were going to make a move for a catcher. We had talked about some of the possibilities, where you wanted to go and where I wanted to go, but ultimately Peter Bendix made the decision on what he wanted to do, and it was Christian Bethencourt, and I think it made sense for a couple of reasons. First of all, uh, and the most obvious one is the defense, and holding runners last year was a major problem for the Miami Marlins, and defensively, uh, this is a guy in Christian Bethencourt. He threw out 12 runners. I think this is a new stat I'm coming up with. Oh, good. He will lead the NL in never minds. Do you know what never minds are? Uh, Never minds are when you're on first base and you're looking to steal, and you know what you say? 
Never uh, mind. I guess never mind. Well, that's and there wasn't a lot of never innovative, minds. man. That's uh, boy, you've had a week to dial that up. Yeah. That's that's terrific I stuff. I Steven. did. I wanted to fix because I, I think it's a very skewed stat. Sometimes it's like interceptions in in football. Uh, when you're throwing runners out, you can lead the league in runners, but that also means that they're running on you. They don't respect you. You know what I'm saying? So in this case, uh, obviously a guy in Christian Bethencourt threw out 12 runners, uh, and defensively, like uh, we kind of are hitting on now career-high 104 games in 2023. The only catcher with a quicker pop time than Christian Bethencourt is JT Romuto, uh, who obviously is sensational. So defensively, big-time upgrade. Offensively, and this isn't to knock on Nick Fortes and J- Jacob Stallings. Uh, Jacob Stallings, 191, three home runs. Uh, Nick Fortes, 206, six home runs. Bethencourt smacked 11 last year, uh, which was also tied for the most in his career. And... Um, the extra base hits in 2023, Bethencourt had 27. And keep in mind, uh, Fortes and Stallings, they only had 33 in 60 fewer games. So this is an upgrade on both levels if you want to compare it to last year. Arbitration eligible. Good. Two more years of control, 32 yep. years old, so still kind of in the meaty part of his career. Uh, maybe playing on the back nine, but you know, 32 years old is, is not an old man. A terrific defensive catcher, as you mentioned. Worked with great pitchers. I love that you tweeted that. He caught a terrific staff. He yep. had a 362 catcher's ERA, which is a thing that ranks second lowest among Major League Baseball catchers with at least 3,000 plate appearances. Last season, 23% caught stealing rate. That was above league average. You mentioned the elite pop time. Arm strength, 70 grade on that 2080 scale. The Miami Marlins got a little bit better, and that's exactly as we have talked about. Going to be what they're looking to do. You don't, you know, they're not going to break the bank and bring in the big time right. free agent. We talked. You're not going to get an Otani that's going to completely revolutionize the entire franchise. Yep. But if you we're going to harp on it, you go back to what the Rays have done for so many that's years. It. Every little move made them incrementally just a little bit better. There's a blueprint, and you continue to do that long enough. You're going to be in a really good position. All right. Uh, we going out to the phone lines already? All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. Ryan, go ahead. How you doing? Big Rye. Hey, what's up, guys? You guys can hear me? I know who you oh are, Ryan. God. How you doing, buddy? I'm, I'm doing good, guys. I just got out of school like an hour ago. What grade you in now? I'm an eighth. Oh, God bless you. That's uh, God bless you. That, that's a tough year. I'm, I hope you get through that grade eight year, brother. But it is coming up on Christmas break, holiday breaks. So you got to be pumped for that. Yeah. What do you got for us, Ryan? Uh, yeah, I was just wondering, how do you guys feel about the Marlins' current shortstops, and do you guys think that they could still do something in the off season now that Otani signs and some players are going to start signing, and there's going to be more trades? to address the shortstop situation since you have guys like Bruhan and Birdie who maybe the Marlins don't see as permanent options as the everyday shortstop and Bruhan might be more of an experiment. Birdie's kind of what you think he is as a utility player. So what do you guys think about the shortstop position? Well, you're an eighth grader. It sounds like you're know, a senior in college, Ryan. He's it's a terrific phone job. call, buddy. Make sure you stay in touch with us. Thanks for the call. You want to go? You want me to go first? No, I, I think it's an interesting question, and uh, we actually had a chance today in our town hall to listen to Peter, and um, one of the things that he said was the roster that we see right now, it could potentially change, right? And for right now, it's Vidal Bruhan. Uh, a guy that he really believes in. He thinks the change of scenery is going to work. We haven't heard a lot from him at this level. Uh, He's playing in the Dominican League right now, but I think that's someone that's almost, to me, it felt like this was a personal one for Bendix. Like, he believes in him. 
He believes he can be an everyday shortstop. So I would think as of right now, it is him and Birdie. But I'm not going to rule out him making some other move in the later stages here. Uh, Ryan makes a good point, and so does Peter. He said that they're kind of waiting on what the market looks like with Otani, and he finally signed, so now they're going to be able to make a move. But right now, if I had to guess, Vidal Brujan is the opening day starter at shortstop. That is my guess. I think Vidal Brujan's going to get every opportunity to be the opening day shortstop, a position that he has not played a ton of lately. He better be careful down there in the Dominican Republic, by the way. Some awful news today that Ronnie Mauricio, the fourth-ranked prospect for the Brutal. New York Mets, just tore his ACL over the weekend. Um, he was projected to potentially be their opening day third baseman. But as it pertains to Brujan, I think he's going to get every opportunity. Again, he fits that blueprint, changes scenery. He is under team control for a very long time. Former top-five prospect. Maybe a change of scenery is going to do him good. I think that's going to be great. And furthermore, I would take one other position. I don't think the Marlins and Peter will ever be content I think Christian Bethencourt is a great addition to the catching department. Now, keep in mind, the Marlins still only have two catchers on the 40-man roster. I think they will continue to try to upgrade there. Mm. And I think there could be three really solid catchers going into spring training, which forces you to make tough decisions, which is exactly what you want to do um, as a major league president of baseball operations, manager, GM, what have you. Before we move on to our next call, just really quickly, and I want to reiterate this point. And I said it about Bruhan. You have to always think about the situation beforehand. And we talked about the potential places that he would play defensively. Look at who was in front of him. At the time, Wander Franco was playing short. Brandon Lau. I mean, there was a lot of talent there. So sometimes it's a circumstance thing, right? Dom Smith with the New York Mets. He's not playing first, right? He gets traded, and Pete Alonso takes over. That's just sometimes how careers go. That's just how it works. So hopefully for Vidal Brujan, he comes on here with a clean slate and, again, every opportunity to play short. A 25-year-old with a very bright future in front of him, a former top-five kind of guy in the Tampa Bay Rays farm system, one that's been loaded over the course of the last decade or so. So I do think, uh, and Ryan, thank you again for calling that. Bruhan's going to have an opportunity to be the everyday shortstop if he proves himself at that position in spring training. Always tough to gauge during the spring as well. All right, let's go back out to the phone lines now. Uh, Robert, go ahead. Robert, good evening. Hey, Rob. Hey, good evening. Thanks for taking my call. And uh, I'm excited about uh, having a catcher. Uh, you know, before Christmas here, you know, I think I still think the best signing the Marlins ever made in their history was Pudge, and that came kind of uh, into the new year of that off season. So I'm really glad that uh, we have Benton Court in the mix, and uh, I'm looking forward to see how our catching situation develops. That's what wins championships. But I was kind of reading through some articles on the Otani signing, and I ran into a little footnote in one of them. I guess uh, later this week. Uh, the whole Bally sports bankruptcy thing is going to court, and I'm wondering if that's kind of holding up the uh, the free agent signings because it sounds like it's uh, you know potentially going to be pretty impactful to a lot of the teams if uh, that goes under pretty soon. But is is there any sense from your trip to Nashville there or anything you've been hearing that that's kind of holding things up? And maybe after that gets taken care of later this week, we might start seeing some more activity? That's a good question. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Robert, that's a great question, (laughs) and I wish I had a better answer for you because, I mean, uh, I appreciate that you were in the weeds in that stuff, and it is something I have simply not thought of, and I suppose that could be a very real thing, and I wish I had a better answer for you. 
I am just not nearly up to date enough on kind of the inner workings of all those TV deals. I think it's a very valid point. Yeah. Um, whatever Major League Baseball does with all of these regional networks and stuff, I think it's a fantastic point. Something I had not thought of. I it's a to, big question. I I, yeah. I just I can't speak on it any further because I truly don't know that entire process. What's going on? Obviously, we were at Lone Depot Park last season when the Padres were on Bally Sports San Diego one yep. night, and the next night they had those MLB, MLB mic flags. So, I know. Uh, signage. Yeah, Robert, thank you for the question. Uh, I will continue to kind of read and do my own homework because I think it's a fascinating question. Rob, I'll write. We're both going to write that down. We will. We'll get that answer for you. I'll do the best I can with uh, within what we're allowed to, I guess, talk about. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a great question, and I suppose uh, I'm not just going to poo-poo something like that. There there may certainly be something to that when teams are budgeting and trying to look at their finances for the upcoming season and uh, what the payroll is supposed to look like and all that stuff. Obviously, TV money in the world of Major League Baseball and every other professional sport um, is ginormous, and a lot of time it fuels the payroll. So, Robert, thank you for calling us. Uh, Let's go back out to the phone lines. Let's take one more call. Let's go out to Melissa, then we'll take a break, then we'll get to a bell uh, when we come back from break. Hi, Melissa. Talk to us, Melissa. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Yes, how are you? Okay, cool. I'm doing good. How are you guys? Good. We're great. So I was kind of thinking about the whole shortstop situation. Obviously, we have Birdie, we have Edwards, we have Bihan, who was just signed a couple of weeks ago. And I came across, uh, there's one player in the National League uh, from the Brewers. His name is William Adamas. I'm sure you guys have heard of him. Mm-hmm. And obviously, last, this past season, he was um, incredible. And I was kind of thinking, like, you know what? could that be like if the Marlins would hopefully be able to sign him because defensively he's really good and obviously there's times where he's been struggling but overall he's a great player and as someone who also grew up a Brewers fan I kind of see him taking our our offense to a whole other level do you guys would you guys agree on that or would you think that there's another possible shortstop that the Marlins could sign uh, well, Melissa, thank you for the phone call. First and foremost, thank you for hanging out with us and making us a part of your Tuesday night here. Um, as it pertains in particular to Willie Adamas, we're talking Former about Ray. a 28-year-old who obviously has that raised connection. Yep. Now, he is currently a Milwaukee Brewer. He's not a free agent until after this upcoming season. So it would have to be a trade. So it would have to be in, in, in the way of a trade. But, again, I, I think and I appreciate all these phone calls because people, there's always ways to get creative. Mm. You, you do not limit yourself to anything. And I, I don't think it's unreasonable to suggest the Marlins could swing a deal with the Milwaukee Brewers or any other team for maybe one of the more quote-unquote high-profile position players on that team. So, um, Melissa, I, I I think it's reasonable. I don't think that's no, out, out of that's line out of at all. To, I think to, there's the race connections there and uh, obviously would, would help this lineup and uh, I think the big thing, though, here is, you know, what would Milwaukee want from Miami? Because he, it feels like he's a guy that is, I wouldn't say a, a staple there, but he's pretty, I think, wanted. And I, I, I would have to be a pretty big trade. Yeah, I mean, that, look, that's a pre- Miami. That's to, a that's a premium position. A guy yeah. that stays healthy. He obviously had a down year last year. Hit two seventeen OBP, a little over three hundred. One hundred forty nine games with the Brewers. Hit your twenty four homers. Drive in eighty from the shortstop position. Uh, that you know that 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 that's really good stuff. So you know, and again, 
I think it's interesting when you look at it because I, I, I would say absolutely not if this is a guy with four years of control left. This is a 28-year-old who's been in the big leagues for five sure. years. It, it's a potential walk year for him. Are, are, would the Brewers say, hey, what do you think about a deal that would bring us Braxton Garrett and Willie Adonis goes back together? I'm just throwing names out there. But um, I, I don't think any of that stuff should just be, nah, no way. I don't think they'll do it. I think the Marlins will get very creative uh, and put this roster together however they see fit and give them the best chance to win. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, as far as pitching, I mean, that that is going to be, and you're going to hear names get swirled around. The Marlins have a plethora of young starting pitching that uh, teams are very much interested in. So it is going to be an interesting, and I think as we saw Otani sign, it's going to be interesting to see how the market moves, and we'll see what Peter Bendix does. Uh, another thing that I want to keep hammering away uh, is that this is going to be built for success, not for this year, not for next year, but for the years to come. So if that means trading one of your younger pieces for a guy like Willie Adamas or other way around, maybe you sell, uh, you trade someone like a Lazardo for top prospects. You just don't know what's going to happen here moving forward. Now, the uh, the other the only thing I will say, and we'll take a break in a minute, and when we come back after our first break here of the Marlins Hot Stove Show tonight, we will get to you a bell, so make sure you stay with us. The only thing is if the Marlins were going to trade for a player with only one year left of control, I do think if you would make a deal and let's say you trade young, controllable starting pitching, in my personal opinion, what the Marlins will be looking to get back is either a player with team control in multiple years or there's an agreement in place upon that trade to like keep a Jake that Berger. individual here yep. maybe a bit longer term. So if you're going to do a deal for, say, Willie Adamas, You've got to try to lock him up if you're going to give away. Almost let's like say, a sign and trade. Correct, right. right. So if Adamus is here, you got to say, hey, here's an additional two years. We got you for three years. And uh, you put it in the wash, and it all comes out looking cleaner on the other side. So let's take a break. By the way, I told Stephen before we went on the air, I said, my, my challenge for you, get some people to call in and talk Marlins baseball this tonight. We're three people deep. We've got one coming up. It's a bell on the other side of the break. Thanks for hanging out with us on a Tuesday. You're listening to the Miami Marlins Hot Stove Show on your home for Marlins baseball, Fox Sports 940 Miami and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, guys, it's me, Kyle. I'm back. Yeah, here I am. I just wanted to let you know about the Marlins Holiday Flash Offer. It is a great offer that the Marlins have going on right now. You can give the gift of Marlins baseball this holiday season with the Marlins Holiday Flash Offer. I'll tell you what, it's a great offer, too. For a limited time only, you can get $100 worth of tickets for just $75. Let's do a little math there. That's a 25% discount, right? So let's make sure we get in on the deal. It's a terrific deal. You can learn more at marlins.com slash holiday. It's a stressful time of year. If you just missed Black Friday, you missed out on all the discounts. Well, the Marlins still have some for you. So make sure you take the Marlins up. Make sure you take the organization up on their holiday flash offer. This offer is not going to last much longer. $100 worth of tickets for just $75. That's basically a free ball game. After all the exciting moments in 2023, why would you miss the opportunity to basically come to the ballpark for free in 2024. So go to marlins.com slash holiday. Marlins baseball, Marlins baseball is always on Fox Sports 940. All right, the number is 866-801-0940. You're listening to the Miami Marlins Hot Stove Show on Fox Sports 940 Miami in the iHeart Radio app with Stephen Schramm. I'm Kyle Seeloff. We've got tonight and next Tuesday before we take a holiday break, and then we'll be back with you the second week of January. And buckle up, baby, and uh, fasten those seatbelts just a little bit tighter because in about, what, eight weeks from now, we'll be in Jupiter. Pitchers and catchers will report, and baseball season 
will be in full swing. It we is... open up against the Pittsburgh Pirates, four games. Very well, excited. I know we're talking about spring training, but I'm very excited for the season. Steven is ready to go. Abel, I hope you are as well. Let's go Abel, back. Abel, he's calling you a now. bell. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's Abel. Well, Abel on the car phone. Go sorry, brother. I see A-B-E-L. I say uh. It's an A. I'm Abel, sorry, Abel. Oh all right. You Abe got it right. You all got it right. right. How you doing? My brother, first of all, I'm doing good, man. It's always good to talk to you guys. Um, I love, I enjoy the content you guys provide. Uh, last week at the winter meeting, uh, you were a rock star out there. <laughs> the Kyle nice cam. Photo, yeah, I looked way. really comfortable in those Instagram videos, didn't I, Abel? Yeah, man, yeah, and those pants too, bro. You brought your A game. You're definitely the only guy in Nashville wearing those pants. The blue I can powder pants. You the women There's were going wild. You should have seen them. They were lined up like an autograph session to get a picture of me in those I blue pants. I could only imagine the Kansas City Royal media guys looking at you like, man, I, I know I the one guy. He off. used to be an intern with the Marlins. He was stunned. His jaw hit the floor. <laughs> and then on top of that, then I, I look and I see that, that Steven uh, is injured. He's a sprained ankle or what? I don't great know three. What it's a great I mean, three sprain, Abe. Come on, man! You guys need to get your act together. You said eight weeks to go, right? Don't, don't, eight hey, don't tell me to get my act together, Abel. This guy's doing private basketball runs. He's washed up, rolled an ankle. It is what it is. Abe, you know I play LA Fitness and stuff, and that's usually my thing. But oh. I got invited to this private oh, run, and I rolled my You're ankle. You're too young. Yeah. You're too young to be a weekend warrior, my brother. You're way <laughs> too young for be a but let me let me ask you guys something, man. You know, right. I, I really needed my Marlins fix today because I was at that Dolphins game last night. That and, sucked. I needed to let that off. But um, we're here for you. you know, one thing we're not really talking about, and and it's funny because I saw Juan Soto and Ellie De La Cruz were at the Dolphins game last night, and another guy that I've seen around town a lot on social media has been Jorge Soler. Right? Yeah. He was at the Heat game last week. He was at the Mar at the Dolphins game not that long ago. Uh, are we like not? Are we not hearing anything about maybe him possibly coming back? Is that door shut, or is there still a possibility that – I mean, he seems to be enjoying Miami a lot. I, he, I know all the players do, but Jorge in particular, and I, don't, I wouldn't mind having a little solar power back on that lineup <laughs> next year. Is that a thought that maybe, you know, Peter's thinking maybe I'll come late around December, around Noche Buena, and try to, like, see if I can get a deal done around Ooh, there. The hometown uh, discount, the family else? discount around the holidays. He does live here. He does live here, and he loves it here. Mm-hmm. Maybe we send him, like, a Marlins theme. Like a Kahachina care package. Maybe Cardano a jersey. Or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just saying, that's, let's not close the door on that, my brother. And, man, keep it up, bro. I really, I'm glad that we're doing these, like, hot stuff shows like this where we have caller interaction because – you know, I, I'm a baseball fan. I, I breathe like baseball 24-7. I, I follow everything. I'm looking forward to the Caribbean series already in a couple of months. And you got your I'm tickets? Just like, man, like, oh, brother, I'm Nicaraguan. What do you think? What <laughs> You're do you locked think? in. He's locked in, yeah. Brother, every single game at 10.30 a.m., I'll be there. So don't you worry. But keep it up, man, and enjoy your holidays. Enjoy your time off. And and we'll be talking. I keep following you guys on social media, my man. Abel, thank you, brother. Abel, you're the best. Thank you very much. Love you, I, and I, have a great holiday. Yeah, I was hoping the conversation when you called, it was simply going to be about my pants, and then you were going to hang up. But unfortunately, we got to talk baseball, I guess, right? Um, you know what? Dude, Jorge, Solaire, yeah. Jorge Soler is going to get brought up. Yep. And I yep. don't think um, it's fair to beat around the bush. I think he would love to be a Miami Marlin. 
He did turn down a hefty qualifying offer, and obviously this is a guy that's going to look for a multi-year deal. The question is going to be, will somebody, quote-unquote, overpay for him? Um, would the Marlins be able to stomach a two-year, $30 million deal? For Kyle, a- the idea of the, having this guy in the lineup. I mean, right now I feel good about the lineup. You feel good about guys like Luis Arise, Josh Bell, Jake Berger, Jazz Chisholm. Um, but you insert someone like Jorge Soler, who was so – I mean, this is an understatement to say so good last year. In the most valuable moments, the clutchest moments – he came through. Mm-hmm. He bat leadoff. Remember that series in Cincinnati where Skip's like, we need something, and he just kept hitting home run after home run? The, to me, like with Solaire, you get Solaire to come back, this goes from a B lineup to like an A lineup. Like the one through five, you talk about Arise. Let's just go through this. Arise, Solaire. Who was batting third at the time? Was it Berger? Was it Jazz? I mean, let's just, let, I'll just, I'm not going to go in order, okay? We'll go Arise, Soler, Chisholm, Berger, Bell, okay? That first five, that's pretty good, you know? And then you've got your, your, your Brian De La Cruz, your Jesus Sanchez. That one through five, though, that's meaty. And that has a potential to be a really, really potent lineup. And I like what we have right now. But you add Soler into it. It gets real sexy. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. I don't think they're going to sign him. Okay. I think he's going to get two or three years and a ton of money. That's dead. I'm just I'm talking about just if that does happen, how different the oh, lineup. Sure. I mean, the guy looks. hit 36 homers last year. That was what eighth best in the league. Yeah. Like top five in the National League. I mean, that's 36 homers hitting 250 and driving in 75 runs with just with only 75 runs, but bopping 36 out of the park. I would love to see him back. I, What's I, it going to take? What's it going to take? You think financially? Do you think? Do you have a number? Excuse me. I that think you think like two and thirty-four. Two and thirty-four. Which is uh, the seventeen AAV is a little bit under what the qualifying offer was, but the guy, he's thirty-one years old. He's not going to go on a year-to-year deal. No. And it's probably yeah. somebody. Put yourself in the shoes of a player. You're going to want a home, and you're going to want to feel like you have some stability because when you start signing one-year deals. It, it, and he it, has kids. It, it subjects you to maybe getting moved at the deadline if sure. the team you sign. Right, like it, it's a little bit more tricky to do that when you sign a multi-year deal. And I don't blame him. He's he's 31 years old. He turns 32 on, so he's going into his age 32 season. If he can get two or three years, he could ride off into the sunset, and make a ton of money. I, I I just don't think the Marlins are going to go that direction. It's a guy that's made 65 million bucks. Gets himself to about ninety million or something in three years, thirty-five. What's the leverage we have though on him? You think? What What is the reasons on why you should come play for Miami? I, I think off no the rip, state income tax. Correct. No, I, I, I'm more about baseball. Like he doesn't have to really play in the field. We'll DH him. Correct. Yeah, I know he's not a. They didn't love playing him in right field. I I don't think he. I I think he had a bit of an issue with that at home. There was there was the turf thing. Yeah. I, that's, that puts the Marlins in a bind, yeah. the way that they're going to construct things. They need somebody. It's not value, but versatile. You, you, you're pigeonholing. Your, it's different for different teams. I just don't know if he fits the bill as the kind of maybe the style or, and again, or what it's, they're it's trying gonna, to build. It's going to cost a lot. Yeah, I know. I know. And I, I think if he's going to be your DH, 
you know, how he, he, he'd have to play the field more again. I just don't see it. And, and I, I think it'd be different. It, it's going to be multiple years. It's, I think somebody's going to over, not overpay. Cause that, that sounds like there's a negative connotation. I think it's going to be more than what the Marlins be willing to be comfortable going to two years, 34 million, sure. three years, sure. 45, right? Like there's, there's a lot of money to be had. Um, the game's crazy, dude. Did you see what Jamer Candelario just got with no. the Cincinnati Reds? No. Three years, $45 million. I wanted to talk about Shohei Otani a little bit. I know. I thought bit. that's where you are going. But, and I, we can talk about that, and I know people have a lot of opinions, and, and we can have ours in a moment, but he's not changing the game because he's an outlier. But what is changing the game are these players that are hitting 240, 250, good, valuable guys, but not superstars, making $15 million a year. To me, that's what's changing the game. It's not Otani. He's going to get his $700 million. He's going to go to Los Angeles. Good for the Dodgers restructuring that deal. You know, they they actually lower the AAV, the CBT, the luxury tax purposes. Good for them. They've had that in the making. He's going to be a superstar out there. To me, the Marlins, like – the court that they're playing on. Remember, Jamer Candelario, everybody wanted That was the a name came up right. at the trade deadline. Trade for yeah. him. Yep. This is a guy that just got $15 million a year for three years from the Cincinnati Reds. That's what you're playing with. Yeah. Those are the guys like, let's say Kevin Kiermeyer's a free agent. There's some ties with Peter Bendix. He's a really good player getting a little bit older in his career. What do those guys want? $10 million bucks a year? Yeah. No, the market is kind of crazy. That is what's changing the game. There are and five, eight, nine teams where if they they, they blow three hundred and fifty million dollars, it's fine. Whatever. The, 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 not everybody's like that. Like a perfect example to me is a guy like Willie Adams versus a guy like Videl Bruhan. Like as a general manager or as just a president, what is more? of a priority for you. Are you going to invest into the guy that hit 217 and pay him 10 15 million dollars a year? And they can't do that. Or are you going to invest into someone that is low risk financially, 25 years old, you think and you believe that he's got the tools to be an everyday shortstop, whatever your projections are in your head, but it comes really down to that. Are you willing to Give $15 million to someone on paper that you say 217, we're going to pay him $10, 15000000 million? Or do you roll the dice and pay your $500,000 or whatever it Correct. is for your minor league uh, kind of contract Correct. and hope that it pans out? And here's the thing. Here's the cold, hard truth. And we have gone over this. Peter Bendix is here to do things the raise way. And, and imitation is the best form of flattery. Okay. It is flattering to want to be replicated. Yeah. And he's going to do what the Tampa Bay Rays did. And what did that mean? We will never overpay for a player. Multi-year deals are pretty much out the window. We are going to draft and develop well. When our players become stars, we're going to trade them with just enough team control left that we're going to get three or four top-end prospects back. They're going to go into our system. They're going to be stars, and we're going to do it again. And I will say this, too. I believe that the Marlins will be competitive on the field in 2024 and give people a reason to show up to the ballpark, and they deserve that. Absolutely. But when Peter Bendix was hired, there is a vision, and a vision that will take multiple years. That does not mean they're going to sacrifice. I know. That's the first thing people think. When you say that, they're like, oh, my gosh, we're not going to get back to the playoffs. They're not going to blow it up. That's not the case. The case is 
they are trying to make this not just work for 2023. They want to make it work in 2024, 25, 26, 27. And that just means you're not going to throw money at whoever. And you might make moves at the time that you think, is that making us better now? That's what you might question. But there is a blueprint for this, like Kyle is saying. It's going to take multiple years. It is all contingent, by the way, on your ability in June to draft. If you do not draft well in players at the top end of the draft, do not pan out. You're in a bind. But it's not going to happen. It's going to take multiple years, but you have to be realistic about your expectations. They're not going to go and pay somebody three years and $50 million. That's not the way that you do it with what the Marlins are doing, the boat they're on, and the waters that they're fishing in. That's the way it's going to be, and that's okay. Acknowledge the truth. Get used to it. Get a little uncomfortable. They're going to do things a different way. They're not going to give Otani $700 million, which is why I don't think they're going to be able to go fish in real in Solaire for 3 and 45 If you trade for Willie Adamas, which I, 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 I get it, but you only have him for a year because that's a guy at 28 years old. It's insane. He hit 217. If he bounces back and hits 250, he's going to go get three years at $50 million. <laughs> know, literally. So you have to draft well. The Marlins have to draft well. They need to make trades, and they're going to make unpopular trades. Some of your favorite players will get dealt at some point. The best news is a guy, and we could break after this, Kyle, is a guy like Josh Bell who was awesome for Miami. For and sure. I think a lot of people wrote him off as far as him coming back here. And it shows that people do want to be in Miami. People do want to play yes. for Skip Schumacher. Yes. Play, people do want to play in this market. The Josh Bell signing is so much bigger than just getting him back in 2023. It shows that there's something here maybe worth a little bit more than money because Josh Bell probably could have went out and maybe gotten more money. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe I'm just – shooting whatever like no you're right there's a culture i I think that there's a culture here and i think that that signing was the biggest one over the offseason by far by far and it's not just because you get josh bell back it's because there's a bigger meaning to why he came back he had an option to go and he had an option to stay he opted back in there's there's a lot of work to do the marlins will be competitive on the field in 2024 but you have to look at a long-term vision because it's coming and before you know it they're going to be in a really, really good place. And by that, it's long-term sustainability. I appreciate all the phone calls tonight. I don't think we have yeah, any awesome. more right now. We got love it or leave it coming up eight zero one zero nine forty. We've got about 25 more minutes on the program tonight. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll do a little Otani stuff. Steven's got a fun segment called Love It or Leave It. You're joining and listening to the Miami Marlins Hot Stove on Fox Sports 940 Miami and the iHeartRadio app. Hey guys, it's me again. Just wanted to remind you that single game ticket offers are now available for the 2024 season. And why the heck wouldn't you come back to the ballpark after what was such an exciting 2023? Make sure you get your butts back out there for 2024. Now, if you're a dog lover... No problem. Come out to the ballpark. Plenty bark of the parks last season. Plenty more coming in 2024. Or if you're a brunch enthusiast, what are you going to do on a Sunday? How about you do a little brunch in a ball game? We've got everybody on your list covered this holiday season. For a limited time only, enjoy 25% off select single-game ticket offers using the promo code HOLIDAY24. You can learn more at marlins.com slash holiday. So please, 
Go over there, marlins.com slash holiday. Holiday24 is your promo code. I wanted my own promo code. They won't give me one, so use theirs. Holiday24. We'll see you at the ballpark this year. Miami Marlins hot stove is underway. This is Fox Sports 940. Back with you on a Tuesday. Thanks for joining us for the Miami Marlins hot stove show. Another edition. They haven't thrown us off the air yet. Steven, I'm Kyle. This is Fox Sports 940 Miami and the iHeartRadio app. About eight weeks away until pitchers and catchers report. Hope will spring eternal, although I think uh, folks will be a little bit more optimistic this time around after the Marlins went to the playoffs in 2023. Certainly expectations higher. Sounds like free agents are certainly interested in being Miami Marlins. Agents reaching out to Peter Bendix. There's uh, a lot of buzz in the community around the Marlins, and uh, I, for one, along with many others, are really, really excited to see what this team can do in 2024. 866-801-0940 is the number. If you want to call and chat, Stephen put out their life yeah, advice, I'll tweet it Marlins, out again, yeah. baseball, whatever the case might be. Uh, we'll break here. Was it segment three? We'll break here in about 11, 12 minutes or so. Uh, we've got a segment that we're going to get to in just a couple of minutes. It's called Love It or Leave It. This is uh, one of Stephen's <laughs> ideas, and, and we're going to see where this goes. I did not uh, ask really what no. he has in mind, so I'll turn it over to him in just a couple of minutes. Uh, let's take five minutes here and talk about Shohei Otani. He is the talk of baseball. It is essentially a 20-year, $700 million deal. He's going to take $2 million for the first 10 years. It's going to keep the Dodgers in that CBT luxury tax area, and apparently this was all Shohei's doing. He wants to build a superpower. Think the big three, LeBron, NBA, whatever, NFL. It doesn't really happen there, but he wants to build a formidable team out there in L.A. Shohei Otani is a Dodger. I'm not going to tee it up any further for you. I think we'll probably disagree on this, but your thoughts on Shohei Otani signing with the Los Angeles Dodgers? My thoughts on it is it's awesome that he got $700 million. That That's first of all. I am very fun. pro player. I think uh, the guys that go on TV or radio and say, this guy didn't deserve to get this, this guy didn't deserve to do that, I, I'm not a huge fan of doing that. For him to get $700 million, I think it's awesome, not only for him, but for the sport of baseball. Uh, He is box office. I I really think he is the guy that can elevate Major League Baseball as far as an audience. He's global, of course. Um, But just getting that flavor. And I think baseball did a really nice job this year with the rule changes. It was entertaining. There was a lot of fans that were into it. It was quicker. They're grasping the attention. And Shohei Otani, along with a couple other guys, Ronald Acuna Jr., there's a couple of guys out there that can really change the way that baseball is played, watched, consumed, and he is one of those guys well-deserving. And it's insane to me. Like I was reading something about the Angels, how much he made in revenue. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. It is absolutely absurd, the sponsorship. So – you not only get a guy that's tremendous on the field, doesn't get in trouble, you don't hear anything about that, but he's also uh, any partnership sailor's dream. Dr- I mean, not dream is an understatement. Now, when it comes to what he did as far as how he wanted to be paid, I don't think it's great for baseball. I think it's it puts baseball in a really tough hole because a team like the Dodgers, who's got an unreal payroll, and Otani decides he's going to take $2 million a year. So instead of looking at the $700 million, who cares about it? Now we can go out and we can get 
uh, another free agent, another free agent, and it really, I think, puts the luxury and uh, just the competitive balance in jeopardy. That is my stance on it. I know baseball can't do anything about it. Well, I think the they probably it will. It was collectively bargained. Absolutely. And it is a rule that can't do anything about it, but I think just for baseball, it makes you not like the Dodgers. They will become very quickly a team that people don't like because they don't like people that uh, do these types of things. If you're going to sign Otani to $700 million, the first thing that you think is, okay, like he's a great player, but you're handcuffed on what you can do in other positions. The Dodgers are not now. You call it smart. If I was a Dodger fan, I would be having a parade. But if I'm all the other 29 teams, I'd be like, what the hell? I think it's great for baseball. Financially, this sport has never been in the better place. And what's all the sports talk radio within reason been about the last three days? Outside the NFL. Yeah, Otani. Shohei Otani. Any team within reason, if Shohei was intrigued by playing in that market, could have structured something this way. And they didn't, and that's okay. And the Dodgers are playing within the rules. And let me ask you, I, I would throw this to everybody. When they say it's ruining baseball, Stephen, how'd the Mets do last year? With a, with a half-billion-dollar payroll. How'd the San Diego Padres do? Not very good. Not very good. How'd the Los Angeles Dodgers do? Uh, not good for not their very standards. Good. How'd the Arizona Diamondbacks do? Not good for their standards. The Diamondbacks? No, for the Dodgers. I wasn't I'm asking with the about Dodgers. the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks, tremendous. And yeah. what what have they done to get there? Uh, Drafted, drafting, developed, developed, great yeah. manager, yeah, yeah, great yeah. front office, yeah. traded extremely oh, I, listen, well. Listen, I, I, you're not getting a World Series pick out of the Dodgers. I've never believed in those types of teams. I don't think you can buy your championships. I just don't. I'm not a believer in that, and I hope it never becomes true. But, yeah, no, I love a team like Arizona. It's great for baseball. I know it's not great for ratings, but it's great for baseball. you got to do it the right way. They did it the right way. It's also going to be great for ratings. Yeah. Oh, no, listen, you're asking me a question about whether I like it as just for Steven. Uh, if I want ratings, if I want, yes, this is awesome, amazing, great. But as far as if I'm a team? People are getting caught up on the 20 years now, though. Would you have been more okay? I don't care about that. I don't care. I but care I think about the do. competitive balance of taking $2 million instead of what you signed for. It's, if you're going $700 million over 10 years, I'm expecting you making X amount of money, not you taking, okay, $2 million this year, $2 million. I don't like that just because it takes away – uh, from all these other teams, like they're going to sign another big free agent. Yep. And again, like okay, like so test you, it out. So what you wanted was ten years, seven hundred million, that the Dodgers had to pay seventy million a year yes. and go over their luxury tax and have to pay that. Pay the consequence. You want Otani? Do it that way. That's what that that's do, do, me though. That's fine. But let me ask you this: Do you think they'd be phased by having to pay the luxury tax on Shohei Otani? No. They could pay the luxury tax off the merchandise. It's a principle, up. Kyle. That's what I. It's a principle. You sign a guy seven uh, seven hundred million across ten years, pay it how it's been paid for father time. It's forever. Don't do this to other teams, but they did it. But you know, again, I think I understand the perspective. Find out how many players in Major League Baseball have deferred payments. Hundreds. Not like this. Not to this level. This level's crazy. Here's the one thing I'll say, and I want to get to your to your little thing here. the one thing that always bothered me with Mike Trout is the face of baseball is he was unwilling to market himself. When you sign a $700 million deal, and Otani really doesn't have to do this because of his superstardom worldwide, yeah, he now has an obligation to market himself and this sport in a way that's never been done before. Globally, worldwide, Mike Trout was the highest paid player in baseball. 
He did a Subway commercial. He had an opportunity, but he didn't want to, to put baseball more on the map. Okay. Okay. And that my expectation for Shohei Otani is that he now takes a hold of Major League Baseball and markets the sport in a way that can be marketed to make it even more globally impactful. He has that obligation now, in my opinion, signing this deal. Something Mike Trout never did. Something that always bothered But me. he would do this regardless if he's getting paid $2 million or whatever he was supposed to get paid. Seven, Maybe. You're I, away from that. I, I just want to make sure you're away from that. You're just talking about yeah, I, when, you, when, you're, when you're going to make $700 million over the course of 20 years in his global superstardom and power, when you're that, when you when you, when you are this guy, I just think you have an obligation to market the sport and do your very sure. best to put it in yeah, a great. I, yeah, Mike Trout never did that. I'm not trying to bash him, but he was the no, he, he never, is, no, he didn't. He, and it's his prerogative. I mean, nobody he didn't ever, want to. No, it's not his fault. Nobody could ever see him. They were playing at 10 o'clock at night. Right. Never really marketed themselves when the guy is a superstar will be a first one of the greatest fan. players of Very all time interesting. Yeah. all right let's do this in about three or four minutes i'm going to turn it over to Steve. wait how long do we have to do this about three or four minutes come on love it or leave it needs a little bit more love you like what i did there if, if you if you want to do it in five or six we're going to take a break we'll have 10 seconds on the way out the door all right ricardo let's get this music on so love it or leave it look it's very simple here we are going to Whoa. do some topics okay Whoa. and you're simply going to say love it or leave it don't give me the whole, can I get in the middle? Can I go like it? No, I'll, I'll give you a straight answer. You know, so you're just going to ask me the questions. Are I'm you gonna also going to answer you the your questions. own questions? I might if I want to. Okay, okay. love okay. it or leave it again. We're going to go Marlins topics. We're also going to go life topics. We're also going to go holiday topics. First one, Mr. Kyle Seeloff. Love it or leave it. AJ Puck rumored to possibly be stretched out in spring training. Love it or leave it. Love it. Get reinvent ways to make the team better love it he was great as a florida gator years ago i think he can do it love it he last started in 2021 with vegas when he was with the oakland a's went two and five with a six era does that change your stance nope. fire away give it a shot love it okay love it or leave it the kyle cam if you are not familiar with the kyle cam kyle went to the winter meetings in nashville and our great social media uh manager Sarah came up with the idea to do a Kyle cam. He followed around everyone doing interviews with Skip and Peter and the the Cespedes brothers. Love it or leave it, the Kyle cam. Uh, leave it. I'm extremely <laughs> uncomfortable on camera. I'm a company man. I did the best that I could. I saw like a 30-second clip. I've never looked more uncomfortable in my life. I, if I never do it again, that's okay. But I'm a company man, and they make me do it every day. I'll do it. So, I liked it. I'm sure you did. I liked it. I liked that you so got your own Kyle watching. Cam. I wish you embraced a little bit more of your personality because you are funny. Yeah, I, I probably make you... too many insensitive jokes. Y- okay. Yeah, that's right. my problem. Love it or leave it, Jesus Lazardo for trade bait. Love it. Make the team better, however you got to do it. I think there's probably two or three players on the team that they won't entertain offers for. I love Jesus Lazardo. He's a guy that's right in the thick in the prime of his career and maybe his uh value is the highest it'll ever be i'm not sure i love it It might be 10 and 10 3.5 adra but the innings were a career high 178 and a third and 200 plus strikeouts i would leave this one kyle i think jesus lazardo is just scratching the surface 25 years old lefty uh mature beyond his years has some postseason baseball under his belt now i would to me Lazardo is one of those guys that's off limits. That's me. My opinion. Not my very sure why, but opinion. that's your opinion. Okay. Vidal Brujan, opening day shortstop. Love it or leave it? Leave it for now. I think he's going to get every opportunity to do it. I think they will continue to explore ways to get better at every single position. Let me say that again. Every single mm. position before opening day. Love it or leave it? Opening up holiday gifts in front of the person. 
Leave it. That gave you the gift. Leave it. Go Horrific. Off, King. I would much prefer to spend millions of dollars on gifts for others <laughs> if I never have to open another gift in front of other humans. That includes my mother, father, sister, her newborn, or her husband, grandma. What's aunts, going uncles. through your mind when you open it up? Like, do you, do you no, feel like I have people to, are looking at me? I know. Do you have to make a face? Are you like no, this? No, just people wow. are looking at me. I don't like, like. Do you say thank you? Like, no. let's just say your mother gives you a gift. Like, pretend like this is a gift right now. I have this. Pair I try of not to make eye contact. No, I have issues. You're not, Okay. Yeah. Here's how you're supposed to do it. When you open up a gift, you first have to just keep a clear mind, right? You're opening up the gift. Okay, wow. What is this? You know, a couple of what is this is. Take it out. Oh, wow. Look at this. Yeah. A pair of headphones. You know what? I needed this. Always go to the I needed this. Make them feel uh, that like they gave you something of value. That's my thing. I, you can I, use I, everything. I, I could use this I, mouse. I could use this pen. I could use this chair. You can use make use of anything. That's it. Leave it. I love Christmas. I think everybody should make a nice meal and do away with all the gifts and stuff. I think it's silly. Last one. Love it or leave it. Nashville for the winter meetings over Vegas for the winter meetings. Oh, love it. It was unbelievable. You're a Nashville. Oh, through. my God. I could have stayed out there. I, I, I. I wish I didn't sleep for three days and I listened to live music starting at 11 in the morning until 10.59 the next morning. There's I, something I about Vegas, though, no? No. If you, no? you know, As a matter of fact, if you go to Vegas for more than two days, I think you should have to spend a night in jail before you get yeah, released tough. into general population. I, I went to Vegas for four days and it was way too long. Oh, it's you, terrible. You gamble, you drink, or you go to the pool. Uh, or prison, yeah. Didn't go there, but... And don't well, that's good, on. but that's the other option. There's four options. All right, that's it. Thanks for playing. Very good. That was love it or leave it. And we'll see if we do that more down the road. Let's take one final break. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight on the Miami Marlins Hot Stove Show on Fox Sports 940 Miami and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, guys, as we take a quick break from the Miami Marlins Hot Stove Show tonight, make sure coming up in 2024, you just skip the wait altogether. You can get and give the gift of Marlins baseball in seconds with the Marlins exclusive holiday bundle. You can get tickets to opening day plus three games next year for $99. It's an incredible deal. Find me a better deal in all of baseball. You can go to Marlins.com slash holiday right now, tonight, this morning, this afternoon, on your lunch break, whenever you're listening to this, make sure you do it. The offer is not going to last that much longer. Three games and then opening day, so give me four for $99, basically 25 bucks a seat. A lot of people are paying a lot more than $100 for opening day in and of itself. So go to marlins.com slash holiday, opening day, plus three games, just $99. Come out and hang out with us in 2024. Marlins baseball. Marlins baseball is always on Fox Sports 940. All right, welcome back to the Miami Marlins Hot Stove Show on Fox Sports 940 Miami and the iHeartRadio app. Steven Strom. I'm Kyle Seeloff. Does Otani, when he goes to the Hall of Fame, go in as a Dodger or an Angel? That's what I leave you with tonight. If he wins one with Los Angeles, he's going in Gotta as a be, Dodger. Gotta yeah. be, yeah. I was, I was going to make a comment. When it's all really said and done. It. When it's all said and done, I think you're going to find that people forget about his career with the Angels. That's going to be sad. And him and Trout, the best two players to maybe ever play the game, couldn't get there. Isn't that crazy, man? Isn't, it's wild. It's It just proves that baseball is just the ultimate team game. It doesn't matter if you've got Shohei Otani or Mike Trout, who has won how many combined MVPs, and they don't have one playoff win. Crazy. Um, on the way out the door, what do we have lined up for next week? I don't think we're sure yet, are we? Honestly, we're going to try to get a couple. Of, do, can we name drop? All right, sure. we're going to. Uh, we'd love to get JB on Josh Bell. 
uh, Xavier Edwards possibly. Because we want to go out on a high note before we get to the holidays because we're out. We're out for a couple of weeks, and I'm going to miss it a lot. Tuesday nights at 5 are not going to be the same. We can maybe record a uh, one, just the two of us. I don't know. We'll see about that. Steven, you're one of a kind. Nice to see you. Yeah. Nice to see you too, man. All right. That's Steven Schramm for Steven and Ricardo. I'm Kyle. Thanks for listening to the Miami Marlins Hot Stove Show on Fox Sports 940 Miami tonight in the iHeartRadio app.